Yo, 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 this is Miss Wanda. This is Mark. What's up? It's your girl, Kira. This is Sabrina. This is your girl, Mindy. And you are listening to The Sweet Podcast. All right, all right, all right, all right. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, welcome, everybody, to the very first Sweet Podcast. The Sweet Podcast? That's what we're doing, right? The Sweet? Sweet Podcast? The Sweet Podcast, powered by your one-stop shop for everything Haitian-American. Haiti, Haitian-American, Lignon Sweet. I am one of your hosts, Miss Wanda, founder of Lignon Sweet, co-founder of the Haitian-American, one of the best Haitian-American social media platforms and web blogs in the world. (laughs) (laughs) You go, girl. Mark Joseph. Yeah, I'm just your neighborhood bad guy. Don't worry about me. So you just going to come in all sexy? That's what we're doing? Is that what I sound like? Nah, I'm not on that sexy stuff, man. I'm, I'm Y'all should see his enemies. hat. I want to make a lot of enemies, so I'm going to say everything that comes from my heart, and, you know, y'all judge me based on that. He got on that Keith Sweat hat. Yeah, That's yeah, what it is? That's why he started off sexy. My hat is not Keith Sweat. <laughs> why y'all treat me like this? That's fine. That's fine. Anywho, y'all, it's Sabrina, Alting. I'm everything. Hello, Alting. Hello, Design. Yeah, I'm coming with anything with uh, mental hygiene, mental wellness. Yeah. Hi, guys. I'm Mindy. Um, I'm a contributor to the Sweet Podcast, um, the best one third of the podcast. <laughs> I'll be bringing to you celebrity news as well as um, a little a little bit of um, community um, stuff going on. Community we'll take news. care of some of our legal stuff, too. And legal. Some legal topics. And some legal stuff. Future yeah. attorney. What's up? Yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> And like really quick, so um, so with my co-host, just really quick, I know you guys just did an intro, but just to kind of tell people your background, um, you're just Haitian American. We're gonna be talking a lot about Haiti, Haitian American. So where are you guys from? Um, <laughs> cool, no problem. All right, Mark Joseph. I was uh born in Brooklyn, New York, but raised for the most part in Miami, way down south in Miami. Um, you know, I have business in Haiti. I'm in and out of the United States and Haiti all the time. Um, I'm a financial analyst by trade, and I'm a ex famu well, alum, an alumnus of FAMU, Florida a University. Okay, Rattler, very BCC. proud. And uh, yeah, Wanda's BCC. We ain't gonna talk it's about okay. that. Um, and and that's just my background, and I just come here to to, to really tell the truth and uh, speak speak knowledge, all the knowledge that I have anyway. It's your girl Sabrina. Um, anyways, I'm from Miami, but I was raised no, I was raised in Miami, born in Haiti. So, yeah, I just graduated from FAMU as well, Rattler's Pride. BCC. Yeah. <laughs> so we got two Rattlers in the house. Anyways, um, I love everything traveling. Um, I love to travel. I love food. So, yeah. All right. So it's me, Mindy, and um, I was born and raised in the county of Dade. Um, my mom's Haitian and my dad is from Barbados. And I'm a recent graduate of Florida State. Go nose. Woohoo! Woohoo! <laughs> So, guys, welcome. Like I said, this is our very first episode of the Sweet Podcast. The goal is to basically keep in line with what we're already doing with Lean Your Sweet. Everything Haitian, Haitian American. We'll be bringing in different guests, talking about different topics. Some of the things that you guys are always throwing at me that you want to discuss, you want us to bring experts in. So, the goal is to have a very fun, laid-back podcast, but at the same time, in line with Lean we got to make sure we're learning and we're teaching each other. And we're also utilizing you guys, our fans, our followers, our supporters, and letting us know what do you want to hear? What kind of topics should we discuss? So expect a lot of dope, amazing 
guests and topics to come. <laughs> so in talking about topics, just to kind of show you guys right out the gate what direction we're going to go, we were trying to decide, okay, for our very first episode, what made sense for us to do all these things that we could talk about. But if we're, we're, we're going to keep on with the Haitian-American part, which people are always saying, what is Haitian-American? There's no such thing. But that's another topic, right? So the, <laughs> the first thing we're going to talk about is Creole. Why it's important for us as Haitian-Americans to speak Creole, the importance of speaking our language. And we're also going to also bring and tie that in with French, because according to some of my friends and followers, French is the official language for Haiti. So we're going to be talking a little bit about you know, <laughs> talk about both of them. And we're in November, so October was Creole. Is Creole? I'm trying to get the correct term. Creole Heritage. It month? was Creole Heritage Month, right? It was yes, yeah, Creole Heritage Month. So I actually did um, um, with Sunlight did an episode with them where that was like one of the main things we were talking about because I grew up in a home where we didn't really speak Creole. My mom spoke English to us more, and I didn't even know how to speak Creole until about four or five years ago. So I'm at that really, really beginning stage of Creole. So for me, it's like, okay, this, this is actually a touchy topic for me because I feel like I should, I should not be learning Creole now, but that's what it was. That's where we are, and the goal is for us to like really start putting out there why it's important for us to know our language. Whether you're Haitian, Haitian American, you live in America, everywhere else you go, you you walk into a bar if it's a Cuban bar, people are speaking their language. You go in the Haitian restaurant, everybody's speaking yes, English, you, speak, you know. So you don't want to speak Korean, right. So so I really wanted to make sure like that is the first topic um, we touch on. Everybody will kind of give you a background on their story and whether or not they speak Creole and why and why not. So that's our topic for today. We have two amazing guests. Thank you guys so much for being here. Our first guest is Naomi Labati. Say it, say it, say it. Naomi, no, Naomi. How do you say the name? How do you pronounce it? Naomi Labati. Labati. I love how she says it, though. I really wanted her to say it, right? And our second guest is Wilner Dumark. I'm going to get it right. Watch this. Wilner Dumark. Nah, I ain't got it. Dang, <laughs> I almost, I almost had it. Wilner Dumark Jean. Wilner Dumark Jean. Yes. So we have two amazing um, guests here that's going to be speaking about the Creole language and French in a little bit. So before we get into the guests and our main topic, we're going to go through some of the some of the areas in the podcast we want to keep you guys, that we want to continue to do every podcast, just to kind of give you a gist of what direction we're going to go. So starting out, Mindy. Yes, yes, what yes. What do we have going on in the Haitian American? Okay, so we had a pretty eventful weekend this weekend. Um, some may still feel a little upset, but it was a win and a loss. So we have um, Bermain, St. You gonna mess up his name yes, too? Yes, I huh? am. So, see why this topic is important. This is why this topic is important because we gotta get these names right. Everybody that comes in here is not gonna be Jean. We don't know. Jean Baptiste. Well, so we got um, Bermain. Um, he was representing us in the boxing match against um, Mr. Wilder, and you know that was a loss. It didn't turn out too well. But then on the upside, 
a lot of people are upset, but to me, I was just like, you know, let's turn it into a positive. We do see um, Mr. Irvance Semper, yeah. if I said that properly. Ovens. 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 We have to work on these last name, Mark. Ovens Semper. Semper. We were talking about this earlier. Ovens Semper. Well, anyway, he um, won by like a kick in the face um, to Corey, <laughs> and that was beautiful, you know? So those of you that are still very hurt, you know, the there's there's a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel. So yeah. you know, that was man. that was good. Mark, you're the sports guy. I so. mean, I'm not, I'm not the sports guy, but I love boxing. You know what I'm saying? I'm a real boxing fan, and I like, you know, just to watch the fights. And I, I knew... You know, they fought before. They had a fight before. <sighs> and, you know, Wanda, you was you were part of that as well. Listen. And it went it went the distance. You know, it was Listen. a good fight, man. I was just watching them. And they, he was toe-to-toe with the guy, and it happened. And, you know, he lost, and it was like, all right. But I know Wilder, as a boxing fan, is a champion. You know, so this guy's going to take, he's going to change boxing. You know what I'm saying? He's going to change everything that, that, that has happened in boxing in the past couple of years to a new thing. I know he's the most So going thing. in, you want going for Bermain? It's not that I'm not going yeah, for Bermain. Like. You got the flag on. I can't not go for the guy. That's why I said nothing. Because in any other situation, thing, y'all I would have really been all over Wilder. I said, Wilder will kill this dude, blah, blah, blah. But I, I ain't say nothing. Cause he, cause he, so that's why I ain't say nothing. But I knew it was going to be you know, something bad. I didn't know it was going to be that bad. So you the one that made them lose. <laughs> Three. No. Bum dude, like, lack for me. Why you was there? I'll let you say what happened because you was there. I, I was watching it. <laughs> Actually, I missed it because I had to go somewhere and I came back and it was gone. Oh, man. That's what happened. Okay, I ain't lying. That's how it went down. So, Wanda, you was there. Let me tell you the crazy thing is, so I've covered fights before and I'm always hyped. Like, oh, we're going to win. Ooh. Now, I'm not, I don't even watch boxing. I only know our guys, right? So when it's time for us to go in, then I'm like, I only knew Mayweather. So I'm like, oh, once our guys is in, I'm all Team Haiti. Right. So before I've done that and we would lose. So this time going around, I was like, okay, Wanda, just be a little mutual. You don't know. And I'd never heard of Wilder. So I'm like, who is this guy? And I was like, Wanda, that's the next Mike Tyson. So I went, I looked at him, I'm like, but he's kind of skinny, Bermain is kind of bigger. I'm like, man, listen, I'm going, I'm going back to, you know, Team Haiti, we got this, we got this. So we get there, press conference, I'm like, I'm not going to go too crazy, but I'm supporting, you know, yeah. like I got love, like yeah. he's up there, and everything is looking really good. Oh he bought out all these guys from Miami, they're talking crap. Haitian they're, flags everywhere. Oh, Haitian flags. We got to represent. They were talking louder than his guys, I'm like, oh yeah, we got this, we got this. <laughs> but, but what I realized <laughs> is every so. time I posted and promoted the fight, I wasn't getting a lot of Haitian flags and go Bermain. So that was weird. Yeah. That was weird. And we I was, was like, okay. We was, we was quiet. We, we as boxing fans. No, y'all fans were quiet. Just, we was like, hmm. Y'all were quiet. This again, okay. And then, and then, and then, and then you get there. And then and you we sit get down. there, but not, you know, you and know, the weigh-in. And when he weighed in, you know, he, he was heavier. Yeah. So I got excited. Okay. Oh, he weighs more. Okay, this, we got this, we got this. And he was talking And then lot. I post the pictures and everyone's like, he's un, he looks unfit. I'm like, really? That, but I thought you, you want to be that big. No? What what, what did it look like? What did Wilder look like? Wilder. Let's be honest with each other. You a woman, right? What did, what did Wilder look like when he when he came out to weigh in? He was tall and whatnot, and he looked like he had a few pecs here and there. <laughs> I mean, he looked like he, you know. And I was like, Timber name. But, but, but we all know the David and Goliath. 
story. Yeah. So it doesn't yeah. matter. Bigger yeah. doesn't always mean better. That's, and so it doesn't mean that you're going to be a winner. So and the crazy thing is, I, I call a few of my boxing guys. I was like, guys, what you think? It was like, well, last time he fought Wilder, he was the only one that did this and this and this to Wilder. Yeah, so we true. might have a chance. He Nobody else is going that far with Wilder. It was a good fight. I'm like, fight. okay, we got a chance. So now we're in the we're in the um we're in Barclays. They come out. He comes out. You know he got a Haitian rapper coming out. The man was like the Haitian flag, flag two by two. I'm like, oh, <laughs> look like you know, yes, like Showtime. This is like, it. He comes out and and really so we had to be on the floor. So I'm, I'm upstairs and I'm walking down. Like so, Fifty Cent is coming out with the other guy. I'm like, okay, I gotta make it downstairs. I'm I'm trying to upload. I make it on the floor. Fifty Cent, the rapper. And I'm 50 yeah, Fifty Cent came out with Wilder. So, and, he and then he was men. rapping like oh, many, many men. Many men. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah. he had Fifty. Yeah, he came out with Fifty. It was real. It oh, was some real in there. I was like, oh, wow. And then he had a mask on. It was like, I was like, ooh, this guy, ooh, ooh, he's serious. So I'm like, let me make, let me run to the floor so I can get to where his family is, you know, and do the whole thing, right? So I'm walking down. We make it down, and you you go into the little tunnel thing, and you come out. I come out the, the tunnel, tunnel. Out the tunnel. I heard, ooh. Guys, I didn't even get a chance to snap nothing. I had to look up at the big screen. It was over. Oh, you ain't even sit down. So you ain't even sit down. It was ain't, over. Yeah, he got knocked down it was three over. times. It was okay, over. in the first round. I didn't. I had to. Watch I ain't never it on seen replay. nothing like that. And, he, and these are like major contenders. You see that kind of stuff when people are doing their first boxing match. As you know, we coming out the Olympics. We gonna face them against somebody who has no name and he's just gonna knock them out. This this is a guy who was a champion, but two times, I, right? Two, yeah, he two was times a, he was a heavyweight world yeah. champion of the world. All right. For him to get served, he calls so himself decently, the Haitian representative. It, it hurt my feelings. So when I woke now, up, now people, in, man, I I turned off my phone. I was like, listen, <laughs> I'm in Barclays. People FaceTiming me. Bruh. I'm getting nasty DM. That's what you get. Oh, yeah. You always throwing these guys <laughs> up with two shoes. You yeah, can't yeah, support yeah. everybody because they Haitian. And I'm it's like, true. meanwhile, I'm like, I'm still. I need to go make sure the man's okay. Like, yeah. I, it, like so it. So you went back. You went backstage. Yeah. and Talk to him after that. No, I ain't no, no, I ain't no talking. Providing him just, that energy of support, at least after the fight. I don't know. I didn't know how to look at him. You didn't know how to look at him. It was like we were in the back, and you know they had to go see the it's, doctor it first. It must be hard. Though. It must so, be hard. No, it's hard because you there. It's different for y'all when y'all. But what with Word. the family? He was, he was there. Yeah, well, with the family, his <laughs> mother's there. Now it was tight. <laughs> oh but God. on the other end, I'm sitting there. Everybody's like. But we got a win, though, Wanda. I'm like, where? Did we? Did we get a win? What win did we get? So everyone's sending me, like, Ovin's video, and all I saw was a kick, like a two-second click. Bleep, bleep. Ovin's kicking I said, time. oh, I got to post this. We have to post this, guys. That's post that. this. Post it fast. Post it fast. Right now. Hit him with that portal <laughs> punch, though. But, but that. congrats to both guys for representing um, Haiti on the bench. Yeah, Half man. I was happy. Know? I was happy that it was a win like, somewhere. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Like everybody's like, okay, Burman, we're talking crap. Of course, we expect that. I'm happy to know, like, we have like yeah, two Haitian athletes. Yes, and the level they are on these grands. You know, true. like Showtime. Like his, he was a title fight. So but, but, me just being able to see that because I don't remember seeing stuff like that when I was growing up. Word. You know, it was, like wasn't like that. Yeah, who? What? What but, Haitian but, you saw with flags on Showtime? And today we holding an L today. You understand me? And it's heavy. I'm holding it. Cause I'm a boxing fan, Look. and the people I be talking about boxing with, they looking at me on, you know, 
I'm gonna hold this L for y'all. You know yeah, what? I'm you know what, Mark? What Issa Rae said: If they black, I support. If they that's Haitian, what it is. I that's support. What I'm that's all it is. That's I'm all support. it is. Right. So that's, that's all it is. Oh, so, but anyways, um, we're gonna move on to what the, we going. What we going, Sabrina? Where we on um, today? We're heading to. We're gonna, you know, head to Africa right quick. So anyway. <laughs> Um, in Africa, a woman named Martha got sentenced to 20 years in prison. And guess what? For what? What did she do? What did she, she do? She was selling out in the Twitter streets. What? So, she was wait, wait, so wait. She got arrested for saying something on Twitter? Yes. Yeah, so she, she was, Twitter streets. I'm like, wait. The, the Twitter streets. Street. You know Twitter has a street? You can't there's talk. A, there's Ain't a no hood. Twitter street. You talk, no, I thought it was called Black Twitter. Like, no, there's a Twitter street and there's a Black street. That's a story wait, for another day. There's so a anyway, black, there's a, wait, twi- there's a Twitter street. There's a hood. I thought it was so Black anyway, Twitter. No, that's not just black Twitter. See, black oh. Twitter is too general. This is the hood. This is streets <laughs> oh. of Twitter. So Martha thought she was real in Twitter. So anyways, Martha, okay. who's an American, okay. went to Zimbabwe and uh, talking talked that fly stuff. about the president. Talking and crazy. she was sentenced to Wait, 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 wait. Years. She's in the country and she's talking bad. And she tweeted <laughs> about the president. about the president. You're not in nah, America. Nah, nah. So... You, you have to watch what you say. You, you have to watch what you say about people in their country. So that's the lesson learned from Martha and no, for what, anybody. Did, do you have the tweet? Like, what did she say? She said, you're a sick man. Boom. That's it? Boom. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, but no you, disrespect. But, but, but in no America, disrespect. that's different, though. That's you're a sick different. man. That's it? But that's America. Did she have the freedom of speech? I, I think the Constitution may be different. Yeah. Wait, in America, she, the rules don't apply. Did she at the president? Did she write his name? She yeah, she was talking about the president. But how, she how do y'all know the president? Know Is it not her dad? Maybe the, the no, Uber driver? No, she was talking about the president of Zimbabwe. So obviously they have facts if they put her in the prison for that. She but probably, anyway. she probably, she she's probably, an American citizen. Wait, hold on. She, if she's an American citizen, America has to step in. More than likely they will. But... but Look, hey, it's, uh, I was always told because I travel abroad a lot. I was told if you go to a certain country, right. you don't respect, talk about respect. This president, this president right here. I know who the president of Zimbabwe is, and the president of Zimbabwe is a notorious dude. Now, now, <laughs> did you, she know? You that? guys probably even seen you guys that don't know who the president of Zimbabwe is. Y'all probably seen the memes. Like every time there's like a crazy meme. Right, Mark, watch what dude, you say. This dude got yeah. a crazy. But Mark's in America. He's in America. No, I might not be able to go to Zimbabwe after this, but it's all right. I'm gonna I'm keep it real. He got this crazy little mustache on his face, right? And he's been on his lot of memes, and people say he says a lot of crazy stuff because he does on Twitter too. On tw- on Twitter, the gram. So they, all they the presidents use Twitter now. But let me tell you, no, but he's got he he. They meme him a lot, and it's because Robert Mugabe don't play. The dude's name is Robert Mugabe. He's been president since like almost the liberation of Zimbabwe. You understand? And this dude is super old school. That's the face right there. We got it. We got the picture up for y'all. Y'all don't see this. This guy. So he's this dude. Says whatever he thinks. He's an old school, you know, like African president. president. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's like us Haitians if if Duvalier was still around, chilling. Like, I run this show still. You know what I'm saying? And you know how they get older, they get worse, they just get worse. Like, your parents is probably getting worse every year. It's more stubborn. Just don't care no more. You feel me? That's where (laughs) he's at right now, mentally. You know what I'm saying? This dude says whatever he wants. And he serves people. He but wait, do, do we do we have any facts of how did they know she was talking about the president? The thing president? is, she added a picture of the president. Oh, like, oh, oh, oh she, was, she, she, she thought mind. she was in Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, she thought she it was thought Trump. It was all good. No. She thought it was Trump. She thought it was. She thought we, in, she could just yeah, in you, you Zimbabwe. could add Trump and then get blocked. She thought that's all was going to happen. No, in Zimbabwe, you're not in America. <laughs> 
So it he goes gave down her 20 different. years. No, actually, the offense is up to 20 years, but she hasn't been uh, sentenced yet. But they did pick her up <laughs> from the embassy. Well, that's a big that's a big social media message there. Hold on, there. you said they picked her up from the embassy. She was chilling in the embassy, and she, they, they got they her out per, of the embassy? They picked her up on Friday morning in the capital and headed to the embassy. Like they took Yeah, yeah. They're going to they gonna deal with her. She's going to have to pay the so price. Th- so that's but how I wonder okay, if America's going to step up. in. I wonder huh? if America's going to step in. I, I think my, they probably She's a white will. woman. She's a white Wait, woman. Wait, she's white? She's oh, a white okay. woman, oh, so oh, I know oh, America's going to oh, step in. Oh, she's going to get that work. I don't know, guys. I don't know. These days, the way Trump is set up, Man, I hey. don't know. No, there. Are, I mean, there are international laws, yeah. so there are things that are already predisposed and preset, and people respect mm. them. Countries respect them. You can't go to war over just one woman. So exactly. they, they follow. Get so that's a lesson learned. They can know what she is, Rob. Don't be Martha in 2017 or 2018. I don't know. Bang. I Rob. just don't talk crazy on yeah, Twitter. Yeah. Period. And sometimes when I slip, I'm like, oh, delete, hey. delete. I like the guy. He kind of he's a bold guy, bold black man in Africa, running his country. Don't come here talking that crazy stuff. That's what, I, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> See, I agree with you today, Mark. Can't, can't talk that crazy stuff in my house. I know that's right. You know what I'm saying? Honestly, though, this is the the gift of social media, and it has made revolutions happen. Like yeah, in yeah. the last few years, yeah. we've we've observed that in Absolutely. the Arab Spring right. everywhere. And I think if we use the social media platform as Union Suite and the Haitian American doing right now, it has a way of democratizing things, never unprecedented ways, never before done, right. you know? And um, I think that's, hey, maybe the whole um, Zimbabwean, they should, they should join forces with that American woman and protest. Right. Why not? Right. I mean, this guy's been in power for too, far too long. Yes. Now, you really think they're going to let an American come in? No, 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 no. I'm okay. just saying, like... But she said start up the discussion. And yeah. This kind of, this, and it is the kind of thing that could make some change, man, because people... A lot of people, I'm sure, over there is just tired of having the same leader for so long, but, man... Rob just serves people. But there's a lesson to be learned in this. We as Americans, we have to understand the freedom that we enjoy right. here. Sure. It's not for everybody like in every country. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of countries, yeah. you, they don't have freedom of expression. Mm-hmm. You cannot go ahead and say whatever you think about the president, because so many countries in the Middle East, in Africa, yeah. if you say something about the president or anybody in high power, they have it in the law, in the Constitution, where you cannot say it. So if you do, that's enough to put right. you in jail. Yeah. So we, I'm pretty sure she's not going to get a 20 year sentence. You know, the U.S. Department of State is going to contact him and say, hey, you know what? And, that's right. jail for and then they're going to let him go. But that's <laughs> a lesson. I don't want to that is the reason the same way when people go to North Korea. Mm-hmm. There are some places Can't you cannot go, go and you, know, you can act the way you yeah, act in America. You do what you want to do. So that's that is, so true. And even kissing in some Arab countries, yeah. you know, you don't have the liberty to kiss. You that don't have privilege the privilege we think we to, have in America. Exactly. Yeah. And you have to respect, you know, other people. It's true. Because you, you decided to go there. They ain't bring you there. And you that's crazy. Like I think that's like crazy that you guys say that because a lot of times, like, even in the Haitian community, that's one of the things. Like, that's always a thing. Like, at the end of the day, this is how we were raised. You have to have respect. With us, I'm like, people say whatever they want to go. They go to Haiti, they say whatever they want to say. They post whatever picture they want to post. Like, you you know, people go to, like, that's always a big thing so for you're me. saying, like, they say that us as Haitians, we should be more respectful, but other people can just go to Haiti. I feel like we don't sometimes hold people more accountable how they handle our country and how they oh, speak yeah. about us. Cold. And, like, the same, like, you know, like, even like that's you guys say. That's a huge topic. Yeah, we don't, we yeah. don't, because me coming from the social media end, 
I'm a, you know, I'm, I'm always pitching social media. So a lot of times people send me pictures and things like that. I, I get so offended when I see people post pictures of kids that look a certain way in Haiti and then, um, or like the ones when they post them naked. Like if you post a naked picture, I don't care if you're the best photographer in the world and you're calling it art, I am sending the Leon Sweet followers to your page and you're going to take that picture down. Of a little kid? Isn't yeah, that like I'm, child pornography almost? And for me, I feel like that's what it is. That's but in I a lot think. of people's mind, they think it's because they're showing the poverty or whatever in the country. You know, so they think, like, it's it's okay. Like, uh, just to give you guys an example, most recently I was in Haiti. I was doing a, um, was doing this give back with these kids. So people, you know, were on the, you know, court. They're playing soccer, and the kids are dirty. Yeah, yeah, I get it. They're they're dirty. They're playing soccer. But there were some of the little kids, of course, their parents on there, they're rolling in dirt, you know? like right. they're ro- The street kids. Right. The street they're rolling in the dirt. So there was people taking pictures with them. So they went to take a picture with some of the kids, and, th- like, some of their face was so dirty. So I started wiping down their face with my hand. Yeah. And people was like, stop, stop. What are you doing that we for? We want to get that dirt. It's a little boy. No, like, we need he, the dirt. But, but my thing is, that. like, what you guys don't realize, we know the reason why his face is that dirty is because he was playing soccer. He was rolling on the ground playing soccer. When your picture get posted on Facebook, Instagram, they're gonna think that's probably how this kid just that's looks a, no, every that's day. How all exactly, and kids I definitely look. agree, Wanda. And I was so upset, and they were like, "But he's a little boy. He's supposed." No, all of you guys look clean in your picture. All these other little kids in their soccer, these little three, they, their face look like. And then they weren't even dressed in a soccer uniform. They were just like local kids that happened to be on, a, on out there. So I'm wiping their face. I'm like, no, if everybody's gonna look clean, they're gonna look. Just wipe off their face. I'm not saying go wash their clothes and wipe off their face. And they were just like, it's not that. But for me, like, I get so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and, it, let me tell you, and a lot of times, a, you know, you travel people that's not Haitian. So sometimes they don't really understand it. And I try to do it in a way where I'm like, I'm explaining why without being like too offended. And sometimes they say I do get because I'm like, this is my country. You're on my. Yes, you're coming here to help. Thank you. However. Yeah. yeah. Stuff annoys me too, man. Like, I see. I see Oprah and Beyonce, they go to Haiti, right? Anywhere else they go, they fully made up, their faces all to the to the nines as usual. As soon as they get to Haiti, oh, they ain't got no makeup on. Why you ain't got no makeup on in Haiti? It's so rough in Haiti, you can't find no makeup. <laughs> you know what you saying? Put some makeup on your face, Mark, man. I know what you look why like. Why would they be out there? No, they put, put the makeup on your face. You you staying at the Caribe, right? <laughs> I know you ain't staying in, uh, you know, Cita Sola. I know that's where you're sleeping. That's where you at. But that ain't where you're sleeping at. You stay in that Caribe. You stay in that El Rancho. You stay in that wherever. You say they got and AC. You got AC, you got baby. AC, they got it feel good. It smell good where you at. You ain't going to take a picture of that. You ain't going to show how nice it is. You ain't showing none of that. You're going to show yourself looking rough in a rough place. Nah, man, I ain't on that. I ain't feeling it. I feel you, man. I feel you. <laughs> But, okay, so moving on, because Shakira, our producer's over here, like, okay, guys, move on. Stand Shout on out to Shakira over here in the producing. cut. <laughs> she, she is producing. Kira. Oh, my God. She's a producer. Oh, my God. So moving on to our main topic. Our main topic. So we can start, like, whichever one of our guests want to stop. Like, first off, like I said, we're Haitian-Americans. Okay, first, let me ask. Did you speak? We introduced them before, but I'm going to have them do, like, their, um, like, intro, intro. But I want to ask you guys really quick before we get into the guests. Mark, you yeah. speak Creole? I speak Creole fluently. Fluent? Yes. French? I, I read French. Wait, I'm working what? on my French. You read it, but you don't speak it? I read it. It's possible. Back one. Yeah, it's possible. Je ne parle pas. Je ne parle pas. Did I say that right word? 
I said it right. Yeah, it I don't sound. Weird. It sound weird. Yeah, I don't say it too aggressively. So if I say your caption in French to translate for me, you I got could, me. But you, could, you, you, you can't say it. it. I can read it, and, and it's not like I, I could read like high level. You know, you know uh, what do you call that? Real like college level. Yeah. Stuff. So on your resume, you're checking off on your application. When I'm on my application, yeah. I'll say that I'm conversing in French because I can actually read what I'm when I with something French in front of me. I, and I got books. You know, I've tried. I made an effort. This is not something that I always had. This is something counts, I've, really. I've shot that's for. You know, that. but I speak Creole fluently. My grandmother taught me Creole. She she don't she didn't speak Creole. She didn't speak English in the house. She spoke Creole to me. She didn't speak any English. I Did knew, your mom and dad speak? I grew up. I, I, my mom and dad spoke English and Creole. You know what I'm saying? But my grandmother, they, you know, I was one of the kids. Send you to your grandma's house. Mom and dad got to work double shift. With grandma, I'm with grandma all like day. And grandma was like, "All right, cool. We, I'm speaking Creole all the time. So I'm speaking Creole as a kid all the time. And I come over to school, I do a speak Creole. So not only that, when I start to learn how to read, right? Grandma was, you know, she's big in church and you know, all that stuff. Now, she had me over. She had me over. She want to hear the Bible. She want to hear Psalm, you know, 123 or whatever it is. She had me over. Bibla, not la Bible. Bibla. <laughs> she had me over Bibla. Bibla. So now I got this Bibla in front of me. She's telling me to read. And I'm like, I can actually read this because Creole is one of them languages. It's phonetic, right? So as soon as you see it, you're reading it. It's coming out right no matter what. So I'm like, oh, I'm nice with it. So I start reading. I'm reading Bibla. But then that's all training me for what I'm doing now. Like, I nice. know I got Creole. So nice, Yes, nice, I speak nice. Creole and I... I'm alright, friend. Nice, <laughs> Sabrina. Well, for me, I definitely do speak Creole, but although, like, I feel like my Creole is not as good as it should be for being that I was born in Haiti and I was raised here. I feel like it's kind of like a wait. I'm a you hypocrite. were born in Haiti. I was born in Haiti and I was raised in uh, the United States. When did you leave Haiti? Yeah, I left Haiti at six. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so I left Haiti at six. Um, I do feel like a bit hypocrite because, like, you know, my sister was born here. And my sisters was born here, but yet yeah, they speak better Creole than I do. Whoa! So, yeah, but part of the reason well is, um, part of the reason is because I was raised by my father, and it was raised by their mom. Okay. Their mom okay. didn't have, didn't know any English, so they taught them. She taught them, you know, what she knows. And my dad spoke English with me at the house because his mission was for me to speak English. Ah, because right, oh, you came from Haiti, so in his mind, and his mind was that was his mission. I'm gonna teach you I, English. That's wow. actually a good point. I know this is a little off topic, and I know Kira's probably gonna kill me. But my mom, whenever she sees like a Hispanic or a Haitian person, she's like, you know what? Always speak Creole, even because you're gonna learn English regardless in school. Right. So you have to make sure you kind of like teach them Creole and French at the house. Like, don't ever change that. So that's just funny how your dad said yeah. the opposite. Yeah, you made it a point to say he he made it a point. To speak English with you. Yeah, I, it may, it was really like his mission in his mind. Because even if I was caught watching like a Haitian film, I would get in trouble. Wow. Yeah, I, my dad I, was super yeah. strict. Like he did not play. If I was caught watching anything but English, he, he was like, no. Like, you know, he was that serious. But for him, that was something... Because education for him was extremely important. Maybe he saw it like English was that education, you know? Opportunities. Yeah, that was his opportunity. Exactly. And you're not going to be lesser than because you weren't born here. But that's the only reason why I feel like my Creole is not good enough. But I do try to speak Creole a lot. I understand French, but I also kind of read French, but I don't speak French. So, yeah. I like I'm I'm learning I like this whole I read but I don't speak thing. Cause I, you 
Because I can look at, I can, I understand Creole. I can read Creole like he, like Mark says. Mm-hmm. I can spell it. I've even, I can write it. But French, I look at French. Yeah. What I t- too many wor- accents. I, well, the yeah. thing for me is I took French. Yeah. yeah. In, in right. But I've, I took French for two years in high school. So I'm experienced in like learning, seeing the uh, words and mm-hmm. how the, you know. So, and then also I went to, you know, France. So, yeah, that's. Okay. Mindy. Um, yeah, so I speak Creole and I understand French. Don't really speak French too much. I know a little bit like je veux ça, je veux de l'eau, je veux, you know, like the little stuff. But um, I can speak Creole. I have an accent, of course, because I was born and raised here in America. So my accent isn't like a Creole accent. And sometimes they call me like blanc because I don't speak it properly. But other than that, yes. Oh, that's another thing. Oh, yeah, you don't speak. Oh, thing hurt, man. man, that hurts me bad. If you don't speak Creole, you're not Yeah, Haitian. we gonna get into that another uh, day. Yeah. <laughs> so, to bring in our guests, officially bring them into the conversation, we're gonna start with Naomi. Can you give, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself? Okay. Uh, so I was born in, in Port-au-Prince. My family's from the south. I I like to say I'm from the South, even though I'm, I love Paul Prince. I respect Paul Prince. I love Prince. when the Naomi talks. It's like you have to listen. <laughs> um, but I came here when I was 13, and we moved to Massachusetts. Well, I moved to Massachusetts to join my parents, who were already living there. And when I got there, it was mostly the languages spoken, which was English and Spanish because of my family dynamic. But um, I had nothing of Creole. Like, it was such a struggle because we lived in a part where mm-hmm. and, um, yeah, it was such a struggle for me to find French and Creole and that when I found, like, my Haitian people, yeah. I got hooked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm home. Yes, I'm ho- exactly, because I couldn't, even at school, only a few, a few kids and you had to, like, assimilate and my dad did the same thing because hey I came here at, at, at 13 and he um, he taught me English during the summers Ugh, I hated that <laughs> but um, but he did not he was not as strict about languages but he made sure that I could speak English um, but and then after a few years of college I moved down to Miami or South Florida just to be closer to the Haitian um, to my Haitians, yeah. and that's how I, okay, sometimes I do, um, I, my world is monolingual these days because I'm engaged to a completely <laughs> English-speaking person, yeah. you know, because, and the day-to-day life is yeah. completely English, but um, it's a struggle to find other people to speak Creole with, and yeah. so my Creole um, <laughs> my Creole gets affected by that, but avec comme si réseaux sociaux, avec le fait que tout haïtien pas ici, yo tout parle créole. En vivant my uh, Miami, like it's it's the perfect place to be. So son haïtien ou bien so son haïtien qui fait ici, it's a perfect place to be to to reconnect yeah. with yeah. your Creoleness. Yeah. You know, sure. um, yeah. That, in short, that's my that's my life. Lovely. So just give us a little bit um, as far as like your background. You've done television. Yes. You, you actually have a new show that's coming up. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Um, we have a new tele. I've, I've, done, I've been on Island TV for since 2011. Wow. And yes, it's 
it's such a great it's such a great experience with Island TV. They they saw us and they said we want you guys and we've been doing Plaisir Soleil, Angie and I, Angie Bell and I, and um, so I after I graduated from my masters, I was thinking what's next? And my world was always IT Haitian my Haitian people. So I was thinking what are we missing? You know in the Haitian world. And one of the things that we are missing is Haitian voice, younger Haitian voices in the media. Yeah. Like if you look at all of the media, especially in the States, you don't find young voices on television yeah, yeah. talking about, you know, the important things, the things that matter to them, right. the things of concern to them. So um, I thought, hey, let's do a show that caters to our millennial folk and also, you know, overall population. Yeah. Speaking of global affairs, speaking of national, like American affairs and of Haitian affairs, while like still being fun, having that little edge. So this is what IT Parle is about. And we've been, oh my God, it's What's been such- What's the name of the show? Say the yes, name of the show again. IT Parle. And so we, we had this conversation behind yes. the scenes before we started taping because from the time I saw it, I knew they were going to do this show. I thought it was always IT Parle. So even when I would like call Angie, I'm like, when are you That's guys launching IT Palais? So when she came in today, she was like, yeah. <laughs> it's not Palais. It's not Palais. And I'm like, but it's spelled P-A-R-L-E. Yes. So for me, automatically, I assume that meant Palais. And you were yes. explaining <laughs> that there is a duality of, of language in Haiti. We are both Creole and French speakers. And um, IT is written in Creole, A-Y-E-T-E, and Paul is in, written in French, as you spelled it out. Okay. So that we have this um, existence, this reality that exists within us as, as Haitian. This is the history that we've, we've lived. We've, we've, we've uh, inherited the French, yet, and that's how Creole was born. It's, it was born out of the French and the African and, and, and Taino or Indian influences. Right. This is what we are. We are a culture of diverse, right. of diversity, and I think Aitipal represents that cool. by having those two, you know, yin yang. We'll <laughs> definitely make sure to tune into Aitipal. Yes. Right. What did you just say? Bientôt sur votre écran. Very soon on your screen. Coming soon on your screen. You yeah. see what I mean with the French? No way that even sounded like that's what she was saying. Where if you would have said it in Creole, or wait, was that Creole? No, no, that was French, French girl. <laughs> <laughs> I do that. But, but why would it sound in Creole? Um, yeah. It would be similar, It would be right? longer. It would be. It would be but um, we, I think we would say... Bientôt sur écran, nous. Yeah. This is why. We would say something. We wouldn't even use écran. We would say, come see. Nabvini or... Nabvini. That sounds so different. Yeah. Tap chachon l'autre jambou d'il quand même. Tap chachon l'autre jambou d'il. Yeah. Mais ça nous fait avec créole. I mean, avec créole, la plage. No effort. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. like a slang. Like, it's like a patois. Like, you know her, like, oh, this is where... Like I'm not going to talk about that. Let me stop. But it's true, it's true. Because, like, when I tell people, like, especially my friends that aren't Haitian or... Don't, haven't heard of... Yeah, don't even, like, never even met people from Haiti. Like, so they'll be like, so what what exactly is Creole? And I was just like, okay, so if you think of what 
patois is to english that's what i would think creole is to french correct me if i'm wrong no, no. and you're completely right okay because i don't want to get beat let's up let's look at the dynamic <laughs> we'll no we don't get to will because well, we'll said no yeah we'll say no. no go ahead go ahead, go ahead. Here's, no, here's, here's, finish it finish it thought here's why uh, here's why i'm wedding now here's why i'm responding to you mendy it's because look if you look at the french language itself it was a bastardized version of latin all mm. the romance languages for were. sure yep you for know sure. yep, yep. so exactly so this is what happened with our creole yes we have creole is even more complex than that because we have other um, mix mixes in there we have uh, spanish we have the african the west african languages we have um, some you know native languages and maybe portuguese who knows but um, but it is it is a child of that just like you know spanish uh, all those vernaculars were before they were formalized Absolutely. they were they Absolutely. were called Absolutely. you know you know yeah. vo- vo- the vulgar languages right. they were called like spanish french right. and um, romanian and all those um, romans Romance, yeah. yeah that's why i meant not because not patois because patois has like for us I know Creole is actually a language. It's our, yes. 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 So I want to make that clear. Yeah, because I don't want, I, I do know that. I'm not ignorant in that sense. So I know Patois isn't, but like just the way it sounds, I'm, I'm just saying, like I, that's how I make but, but the connection. But you were kind of comparing it to like the Patois of Jamaica. Patois Jamaica. Um, and they refer not, to that as Patois. Not really. That, so that, that, that's right. why I said that. Okay, nah, all right. That, so that's yeah. That's okay, and and with that, that thought, let's yes. go ahead and bring in Wilner. Well, then, before we start off and get into the conversation, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Bon, on même say Wilner. Say your full name because I like the Wilner way. Wilner Zumerjan. Ladies. Can we have an encore one more time? <laughs> <laughs> Wilner Zumerjan. You know, I'm always talking about it. I'm always saying, is it your William Wilner? Which is no. That's definitely what I'm saying. Wilner. Wilner. Will, you tell Will, the blunt. You tell the blunt. Say Wilner. Wilner. When the blunt say Wilner to you, you say, I, I tell people. I love it. Wilner. Tell them. And I, I would say sometimes just air. The same way you say air in English, just say Wilner. Wilner. And then yeah. correct because and just you know make it easy for them. I'm, I'm gonna let you finish, and I'm, I think that's funny that that you say that because I always feel like like in Americanized, like even with the celebrities, they change the last name, and the celebrities never say anything. And they just let it go on no, as right. some other name. Incorrect. So I thought that's interesting that you make sure that people say yeah. your name no, correctly. It's because the one thing is that name does not translate in any language. That's one thing you can keep to tell people, no. If you're going to say my name, say it correctly. Because in American, that's named Matthew. You're not going to go and call him, like if you were French, you know. Matthew. Matthew. No, <laughs> you're going to say Matthew. Right. Because they want you to say the name correctly. So in the same way as Haitian, we should argue, no. Right. This is the correct way to say yeah, my name. Right. And people will appreciate I like that. William uh, Zumerjan, born in Dessalines, Haiti. People oh, named Marchand Dessalines, yeah. yeah. which was the capital when we were when we became independent. Right. Was born there. And is that where Dessalines was? That was his capital when we became independent. That was okay. the capital city <laughs> of Haiti. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's one thing we always say that it was the first black capital of the world. Oh, wow. Right. I was there's a pride there. And I came here in the US at 18 and went to school here professionally. I'm a chemist. So I get my degree from FAU. 
for alumnus of FAU. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hear chemists, I'm thinking, well, I'm thinking Eisenberg. <laughs> oh, breaking Bad? Of Breaking Bad. Yeah. Like, can you make the... the <laughs> what are you cooking so back there, Will? What you cooking, Will? What you cooking, Will? Also, most of people know me as a former host of a show that was called Espace Musical when I was in college. We started the first Haitian show on campus because we wanted to expose our culture to other people. Wow. So me and my friend Bobby X. Pascal, we started the show where we said, okay, if we, we there, hey, at FAU, 30% of the student body was either Haitian or from Haitian background. Right. So we said, okay, how about if we, we had a radio station on campus where they were playing, you know, American music, hard metal. How nice would it be if we were exposing people to all music while they're on campus? Right. And when we said that, there were a lot of people sitting there and it seemed like no one heard it, but he and I. After that, that's how me and Bobby would get connected, and we went to the station, and we started to do our first radio show there on campus, okay. talking about Haiti, the music, and we exposed people to it. And from there, we started back in 2013, after a break, because I moved out of state, and we started to do the Bobby X and Will show, because yeah, we wanted yeah, to put our name bad. there, and yeah. that was on a station on, in Canada, and also in Facebook Live. And you guys, like both of you guys, remember from the show, both spoke French. Yes, because we fluently. Wanted, we we wanted to do that to expose it to more people. But we we tried to do all three, you know, Creole, French, and English. Because as Haitian, that's who we are. The French, because you know, some people are trying to take away from the no. As Haitian, French and Creole, that's who we are. Mm -hmm. So we cannot put one and put it on on the side, you know. That's who we are. Both languages are part of our culture, of who we are. Yes, and also, we living in the U.S., so to reach more people, we had to speak English. And that's why we did in all three. And speaking of when you started the show at FAU, when you guys did the radio show, was it in English? What did you at FAU, the show was completely in French, 100% wow. in French. Wow. There was a reason for that. Because we, we decided, because of FAU, because of the student body, we have a lot of people from North Africa, you know, Algeria, Morocco, you know. So to reach them, and also the French, there's a lot of French people, students that are here. So how can we reach them? If we want to expose them to your culture, if you speak in Creole only, then you're not, you're not going to reach them. So if you want to reach them, why not try to do it in that language? So but that's what we did in French, and we were surprised that we were teachers with Francis on campus will call Bobby and say, hey, Bobby, I was listening to your show. <laughs> we just wow. know they were listening. Wow, but wow. because the show was being replayed at other times on campus, and they would listen to it and say, hey, man, you, know, you guys are doing a great job. So that was the reason we did it in French. I always find that interesting because for me as the newly, like the newest person as far as like learning to speak Creole now, and I still 
don't speak French, I'm always this battle, like, okay, you started Creole, you should probably go start with French. But then I get this thing, like, even when I'm in Haiti and people are like, you don't need to learn French, just learn Creole. Creole is Haiti's language. That's what they speak in Creole. That's our main language. French is for the way they said the zizi. The zizi. The like, you just need to know Creole. And, I'm, and it's always weird because I'm like, Okay, well, then let me just focus on Creole for now because if I know Creole, that means, boom, I'm Haitian. You can't tell me, I got Creole, I'm, I'm there. And then, like, when I talk to people like you, it's like, no, you need to know French, too. And it's like, Explain that Americans, we're already Explain struggling with the Creole, because like, learning the Creole. And it's like, French need to be part of your... <laughs> I don't want to push it and say you have to learn French to be Haitian. Because Haitian, that's who we are. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. part of our constitution also. And Article 5 of the Haitian constitution tells us that there is one thing that unites Haitian, all Haitians. It's Creole. Mm-hmm. It's written on uh, Article 5. Article 5. So it tells us that. <laughs> the one thing that unites all Haitians, that's the mm-hmm. constitution of 1987. Mm-hmm. The one thing that unites all Haitians uh, is Creole language. Yeah. So that's really you. clear. Yeah. Now, the second part of that article tells us that but we do have two official languages, French and Creole. And a lot of people disagree with that, though. Yeah, a lot of that people is, say, is, because, and, and what I've noticed is, well, not noticed, the, the statistic is only 10% of the population speaks French. Yes. So how can it really be an official, official language? Now, right. it, it, it's an official language because of our ancestry historically. We know that, but... Is it really an official language when ninety percent of the population doesn't know the language? You know what I'm saying? What, why, and and is that a positive or a negative? And I and I I've, I've thought I've, I've put a lot of thought into this subject, but I want you guys to address it individually. You know, to, to let us know what your perspective is. But you know, we can really get into this because this is a lot of it's a lot of layers. Yes. To yes. that subject, right? It's now. A lot of emotions. Yeah. Right. It's, it's controversy. Really Go ahead. Right. It's heavily Attention. layered and yes, and very controversial. Um, like I, I, but first let me respond to you um, because I think it's a flawed way of thinking telling somebody don't learn a language. Yeah. How stupid is that? Right. Because the more languages you speak, the more the world opens to you. And I'm sorry, just look at how many countries, Africa and beyond, you know, Europe, Africa. Uh, and our part of the world already speak French. It's a it's a point of connection. I mean, if Haiti's smart, we have our brothers in Africa. We can maintain our relationships with them through that language. It it, it is a a point of unification. But okay, it is it is so hard to unpack this whole. Um, I suppose, dichotomy that exists within us as Haitians when it comes to the languages. French was for a long time, still is, used as a weapon against, you know, the poor people because you were seen, if you didn't speak French, you were seen as a lesser, inferior, you know, side of us. And... That and that happens. It's not only in Haiti, by the way. It's all it's, over Africa. Too, it, yeah. it happens in Africa. I hope it happens in our Arab world. In in like whenever you have like, you know, an elite, you know, and that there's like this this um, clash of classes and and material wealth. You'll always have people trying to put 
one down and the other higher, right? But in Haiti, in particularly, the language was used to oppress in a way, to mm -hmm. make you feel, oh. Yeah. But, um, and Podiab, a lot of us don't speak it. A lot of us cannot speak it. But part of this, this I suppose, this, this Creole movement is that we need to integrate it in our education because as we were saying, 100% of Haitians, they all speak Creole, right. right? And children can learn more through this language, yeah. right? right? Rather than, than French when they struggle so hard because it's not part of the, the maternal you know, upbringing that you get and at to, home. And to give background to what you're saying right there with the children, what mo many people may not know is kids in Haiti, even though they in their household, they speak nothing but Creole, and they only know Creole when they, hit to, when they get to school, right. whether it's kindergarten, high school, whatever it is, it's strictly French. You get it? Yeah, that's you what sit, I was going to say. You sit in that Don't classroom, they, right. it's all French. Yes, right. from and the beginning a to the lot end. of them, they, you, you can't learn in a language that you don't speak. Right. right. Well, it's harder to. It's harder to learn a language. Exactly. And honestly, that doesn't even make sense, to be honest. It's kind of like, how are you going to teach somebody in a language they don't understand? You know, that doesn't make sense. Are you really trying to, like, teach them? Is that your motive is to teach them if they don't understand a language? And even the teachers, they don't speak, they don't fully speak French. So the French that they even learn, they're giving the yeah. kids is not even the right kind of French in the first place. I, it's such a exercise in futility, <laughs> almost. But, I mean... In a perfect world, maybe it would be cool if we could speak equally uh, French and 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 Creole. Yeah, you know. But, but that's not. We but, don't live but, in a perfect can, world. Can I, no, can but I, for can me, I, I thought that like that made sense because if we're gonna talk about the f the lack of our language as Haitian American, of the lack of us speaking our own language as Haitian Americans, I wanted to even before we go there to like you know, highlight on some of the things that you guys are saying, because there's a lot of people that don't know that. They don't know about, like you guys just said about the school. They don't know the history of the languages and so on. So I think like even, like with this conversation, I love the fact that, you know, we're getting the history of it, because before we could talk about why, you know, like our struggles here in the States, there's struggles right. in Haiti with both languages. Right. Can, can, can I, I, I just have a brief question. Why do you think that is, like um, that the children or the parents don't know French? Because I know like back just like the 20th century like the president only spoke French and then elementary schools up until up until 2000 they were all all the public schools were taught in French so what what what, what has changed is my question okay. nothing has changed actually there is one thing forever they still don't speak French. it was always Creole is the language that you not us that everybody speak but French was the administrative language right. That was the traditional language for learning. Okay. okay. So if it is the language of learning, so that's, that's what was used to teach. But there was, in 1978, they had, um, they had a reform by, by a guy called Bernard, Bernard or Bernard Reform, where they said, okay, what we need to do is to bring Creole to make sure that for the first four years of a kid's education, let's teach them only in Creole. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you, my first three years in Haiti, when I went to school, were done strictly in Creole. Okay. Really? Okay. Was well, strictly in Creole. But right after that, they realized, okay, it wasn't working. They switched back 
to the traditional way where they were doing it in English. One wow. thing we have to know, even was though just like wasn't that. working, what was the objective and what was the, the result? The objective is to see the result. They realized it did not work because they did not have the funding. Because the thing is that to well, make funding. those changes, funding. it massive. costs, it's massive. Mm -hmm. And even there's a new movement now where saying, well, the only problem we're having is because if we try to change and teach the kids in the language of their mother, then everything's going to be uh, fine. I disagree with that completely. Because okay. our problem is way more than that. Because the reality is that Haiti is not the only country that, are, that is bilingual where you, do, where you do it. Most countries, when they do that, what they do, the kids can speak a language at home. But when they get to school, even once they start learning that language, it doesn't take them time to really learn yeah. in, in that language. Because even in Haiti, the class can, even though things are in French, but the teachers, every teacher, 100%, as we said, speak Creole. Right. So if the child gets to school, the teacher doesn't, mm -hmm. doesn't speak Creole, then they cannot really con converse with that right. teacher. It would be a problem. But the teacher that's there speak Creole. The yeah. things that the best thing you can do for a kid when it comes to language is to give them language early. Mm 